1: Till Chronicles. Go take care of your Chronicles. It's than just Hey, what's up, everybody? This
0: is Chip Baker coming to you with another topic session uh, on the Success Chronicles. And we are here with my guy, Mr. Robert Harper 2. Uh, great guy. Man, blessed to have achieved and is achieving some some great things and making a big impact on our world. And I'm always uh, grateful to when I can connect with like-minded and like-hearted people. And today we're just going to do a topic session uh, over the importance of being in the proper environment. And, you know, I think environment is key. And, um, you know, we've I interviewed him before and we talked about some different things. And he hit on, you know, a word that stuck out to me when you know, we—I was interviewing him was environment, and he talked about some things how it was beneficial for him, and so we just wanted to elaborate on it. And if you don't mind, uh, well, first off, I want to say thank you, thank you for okay, taking sure. the time. But, uh, but how has environment been important for you?
1: Man, um, environment is, is is everything. It's been everything for me. You know, you know, talking about even from my early childhood, just being in the right spot you know, being in the right position. Um, you know, we talked about last time about how uh, when I transitioned from high school to college, and when I went to a, a college where they had this organization that was called SAB, Student African American Brotherhood. And it was a brotherhood to where you could really be vulnerable. Mm-hmm. You could really be honest. You didn't have to be, you know, this male macho, present like a false, you know, persona of who you thought people wanted you to be. You know what I mean? So. Is just you could be just yourself, and but they also held you accountable, you know, with your grades and how you presented yourself, how you acted, and for the first time, really, like I've had that from adults, but for the first time, I had that from my peers. Right, I, I saw that from my peers. I saw brothers like holding me accountable. Like, did you go to class today? You know, did you yeah. did you study today? Let's let's come up with a group so we can make sure we pass this test together, right? And 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 that's everything, you know. You know, one of the, one of the things I think about when I think about the environment is being in the right position. Uh, there's a funny story uh, that happened when I was there. Mm-hmm. Uh, on my way to class, uh, I was on my way there trying to be on time. Chip trying to be trying to get there early. So I got to like 20 minutes early, but it's so packed on campus to where if you don't get there about 15, 20 minutes early, you're gonna be hard pressed to get a get a good parking spot. Yes. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. So i just uh i drove up and i realized that the front parking spot was full so i went immediately to the back so i was like okay i'm gonna go to the back of the parking lot and i'm driving around for like 10 minutes now okay. and uh by that time you know prayers start kicking in like, like like god like i need a i need a parking spot and i need one you know i need one soon because i am gonna be late for class if i don't and so uh, but here's the thing, you got to be specific, right? So I said, God, I don't want this trash parking spot. I want a parking spot that I know comes from you, right? Yeah. And so I'm, I'm driving around trying to find this parking spot in the back. Now, mind you, I had a prayer that said, I, I don't want a trash parking spot. I want a good parking spot. But then it clicked. It hit me. I said, how am I asking for a good parking spot, but I'm driving in the back? You follow what I'm saying? And so I was like, okay, if I'm going to get a good parking spot, I need to be in the right position. And so that's when I drove to the front of the parking spot, uh, parking lot. And I got my parking spot. It was like the second one, right? Somebody was leaving. I just came right in there. And from that story, man, I took away. I was like, okay, God, uh, position is everything. Like I can't be asking for one thing, but then I'm not in the right position to receive it. And so, uh, A lot of times, man, it's not about if we're not gifted, if we're not talented, if we don't have the right ability, it's more so about position, you You know? Are you in the right environment? Are you in the right place to get blessed? So I I think environment is everything, yeah.
0: I I love that, I love that story and it's so true. I think for me, I think when when you reflect on life, I think we are the sum total of our environment, our experiences, our relationships and our actions. Yeah, you know, and so I think when you add all of those up, those make us who we are. And I start with environments first because, you know, when you think about it, you know, and, and you did the same thing. What I was thinking when I was reflecting, you know, you started with your childhood, then you looked at, you know, your different phases of your life, you know, and so you know, growing up, you know, I was, you know, raised in a faith-based environment. Right, saying check. You know, same, check. <laughs> you know right, right. then the next. You know, it was also, you know, education and, you know, putting me around things where I would be occupied with sports and people that could mentor me, show me the right way, i.e., great teachers and coaches. Check, <laughs> you know. So, you know, you go then the next phase, uh, you know, environment is college, you know, played college football, was around some great guys to learn from that are still amazing friends and great guys in my life uh, now. Check, you know, then, you know, <laughs> to my career and in my career, you know, I've been blessed to be around people you know, that have just really just shown me the way that I can learn from, you know, and you know, people that say, hey, just like you say, you know, hey, come here, I'm going to show you how to do this because, you know, one yeah. day you're going to be doing this, you right. know, and so um, when you add up and look at all of those environments that I've been blessed to be in, man, it's truly helped me uh, be the best version of myself.
1: For sure,
0: you know, and so, um, I'm I'm grateful for it, you know. But then the the bigger picture, the bigger pictures. I'm really grateful that I've had the awareness to really know that it was great situations and learn from those environments. Yeah, um, to take and, of yeah, yeah, to take advantage of it and then apply it uh, in my life because, you know, um, in the application is the application, right? And so, uh, you know, we have to apply those things that we learn from our environments and make it relevant in our life so we continue to grow.
1: Sure, for sure, man. You know, you know, uh, thinking about the right environment. You know, sometimes you can, st- if you're not in the right environment, you start to question yourself. Yes. You know, you start to question. You know, uh, am I talented enough? Do I have the right ability? You know, maybe you come from a place to where, you know you're surrounded around dysfunction. Maybe it's in your community, maybe it's even in your own home, right? And So you begin to, you know, second guess your own abilities and your own gifts and your own talents. And so maybe you don't even see that you have any, but it's just a change of environment, you know, that you can begin to live a more prosperous and healthy life simply because you you're surrounded yourself with the right people. And what I like about what you're talking about too, Chip, is that, you know, you talk about childhood, you talk about young adult and now in your, in your career uh, there's a sense of responsibility.
0: Yeah.
1: Right. Like a sense of like, like they're holding you accountable. Like they're not going to let you just say, Hey, like <laughs> you yeah. can do your own thing. Right. Yeah. You can do yeah. your own thing. No, there's a sense of accountability yeah. and now you have a responsibility. To, to live up to that, man, to live up to the environment you've been placed in, because when you really appreciate it, you realize that everybody had this opportunity, man. you know, everybody went blessed or afforded this with this opportunity, man. So you, you really, you don't want to take it for, for granted, take advantage of it and uh, soak soak it all up while you can so that you can't be in a position to be a blessing to somebody else, really, yeah. man.
0: I think, too, uh, just to kind of piggyback on that, I think we all have to have our own uh, firsthand experience, if you will. Uh, you know, and, and what I mean by that is and, and I got the concept from uh, Pastor Kerry Shook that's at the Woodlands Church. His son wrote a book and it's called First Hand. It's been a mm-hmm. few years, like like several years ago and probably eight to ten. I mean, long time that I read okay. that book and really in the book, what it describes is, you know, how, you know, yes, we grew up in a faith-based situation you know yes we were made to be at church and be involved and all of those things that we were made to do which really helped us in our life but there comes a time where you get out on your own and you have to have your own firsthand experience yeah you know when you have to you have to really realize okay is this for me is that the right thing but then you get uh, affirmed when you see that, hey, oh yeah, that faith thing, I got to have that, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, that, that's true. you know, I, I got to have that in my life, you know, those being around great people, oh oh yeah, yeah, I got to have that in my life, and so All I right. think, you know, the example I have is like, a, we have to sift uh, within our environments, and I'm gonna explain that to you, so Growing up, man, there was this chicken place in my hometown, right? And uh, we called it the chicken shack, you know, Was uh, and so, you know, that's where everybody go good, you know, the spot, right? It was a smaller building, but when you go in, um, you know, you look over to the left and this the counter and you always see someone over there in the corner by this like kind of tall, like silver compartment. And it's got flour in the base and it's got another deal with the raw chicken in there. And you know how they're, they're breading the chicken, the process of what they're doing. Right. And the person, he has this little circle thing with a mesh thing, a flour sifter, you know, and, and you see them and they would always dig in the flour and then shake, you know, and then they, you know, they, the, the fine flour would come out in the little tray and the little clumps, you know, they dump it in the trash. And, um, And so now um, then they start to bread the chicken and with the fine flour, right? They take out the clumps and the trash and the not so good flour, you know, and don't use that. And so to me, I think in our life, in our environment, that's how we have to sift, right? So we have to sift through those relationships. We have to sift through those people that we have, that we are around. We have to sift, uh, you know, in those, you know, like the, the conversations that we have, you know, the people that we're around and make sure, sure that we keep ourselves with the fine flower environment, fine flower people come out and not, you know, use those clumps and put all that other stuff away because it's important for us to do that so that we have our, our firsthand experience.
1: I like that. I like yeah. that. And you got, you gotta know what you, you gotta know the desired uh, target. Like what's yeah. your goal? Yeah. yeah. Right. Because if you don't, then how will you be able to sift? right? How will you be able to like take out what's not necessary or take out what's Mm -hmm, toxic, mm -hmm. take out what's negative? Right. Because if you don't, if you don't know where you're trying to go, if you don't have a picture or idea of the kind of individual you want to be, then I mean, what's the, you know, what's the point of sifting? You know what I mean? You'd be taking out people that's good. You'd be taking out people that actually can do you good. So that's so key, man. You know, doing the, uh, having a real real clear understanding of who you want to be and where you want to go so that you can do that sifting process, man. Uh, it's, it's crazy, man. I know you've probably experienced this as well, but sometimes individuals can be, you can be in the right environment, but just not realize it until you, until you open, until you get to that place to where your eyes are open. And, um, there's a quote. So it's a proverb. African proverb, says that uh, when the student is ready, the teacher will appear. Boy, right? Yeah, you know, the student is ready, the teacher will one. appear. Yep. And so, uh, you know, I, I counted that to my, to my credit to my dad. You know, a lot of times in my life, uh, my dad was just a dad. He was just a, a, a person that, you know, was there for you, supported you, you know, took you here, took you there. He was, you know, being a father, right? But at the same time, he had so much wisdom and so much knowledge, so so many books and things of that nature that that I could learn and grow from, but I really never took it took advantage yeah, I mean, of it, really, because yeah, I just man. saw him as, this is my dad, until I started going into my own personal uh, journey, my career of speaking and, and preaching, that I started to realize that, hey, he's, he's, not, a just resource. My, he's like... not just my talent, <laughs> it's a resource <laughs> yeah. right here, man, <laughs> right? Yeah. so. So it's like when when you get ready, then all these teachers start appearing. You know what I mean? It's like you start seeing the right mentors, you start seeing the right books, you start being attracted to the right people simply mm-hmm. because you're in the right space. And so I would tell somebody really that's that's wanting to attract, you know, the right kind of people. It's just work on you. It's like like just be just be like, hey, enough is enough. Like I gotta get I gotta get to the point to where like, I got to get to the place to where I really want to be. And when you, when you settle, settle in your heart and your mind that you want to be this individual, I believe that God will start sending you people in your life that will help you, that will help you be assistance to you, that will bless you. You know, but a lot of times, man, we hadn't even, we don't know what we want. We're not clear about that. And uh, we can't really do the real sifting, man. You know, your, your, your analogy about the sifting process, you know, reminds me of something that I was uh, recently reading this book on uh, boundaries, Mm. on creating boundaries, not only boundaries um, uh, for yourself, but creating boundaries for others. And I was thinking about that concept, Chip, because everything that's important, everything that's, that's valuable, we put boundaries around them, right? So if it's a school, there's there's an alarm system right there's a, there's a there's a security guard there's yeah. fences there's something around that school to let to keep out those that may do it harm because they understand what's inside is valuable if it's a bank there's an alarm system if there's a house if there's an alarm system why because what's inside is valuable and so there's boundaries that are set up and oftentimes when our relationships and the environment we put in we just don't have any boundaries. You know, we don't have any boundaries. We haven't set up any clear, uh, definite, you know, uh, boundaries for our for our lives, and so uh, anybody can come in and, and wreck havoc, you know, in our lives. And so, when we have those boundaries, those healthy boundaries, and we know what we want, we can say, "Hey, hold up, hey, right, uh, that's not <laughs> yeah, yeah. that's not that's that. not that's, that's yeah. not where I'm trying to go." You know, that's yeah. not what God's trying to lead me. And, and and you don't have to feel bad about it. You know, you don't have to feel guilty about it right you like man i already know where god's trying to take me and so this is just a healthy boundary for me um, and so and, and i think even christ i mean christ had the same thing i mean christ interacted with everyone he showed love towards everyone but he had that core group of individuals the 12 where this is his inner circle like this is who i'm around this is who i'm uh you know who i'm cultivating you know and so uh i'm not saying that you know, some people, when you look at that, some people can say, "Okay, well, are you are you looking down at other people?" Like, no, no, like I'm not looking down at you. I'm just saying that, hey, I love you, and I, and I support you, and I'll be with you. But I can't allow you to be in this particular space, this inner, this inner circle, because then you'll start to have an impact on me. You know, even the scripture talks about that. First Corinthians 15 talks about evil communication will corrupt good morals, man. So, you know, you start hanging around folks that there's no good. It's just a matter of time you start following, following the same way, man. So uh, yeah,
0: man, I, I love that. I mean, I think it's really layers to that, you know, as what you talked about. I had a conversation with the um, uh, assistant athletic director in my, in my old college once before. And, <clears throat> you know, she talked to me about like, she was raising like teenage daughters, you know, and I mean, it was a great analogy blew me away, you know, as far as boundaries, I think, you know, they have a practice of where, they talk about, okay, so what are healthy boundaries? You know, you know, going into this, if I'm at a party and this is this, yada, yada, you know, what are some things that I don't want to be involved in? What are some things that I'm okay with? You know, Mm -hmm. and when you reflect on those things beforehand, when you get in that situation, I mean, it's easy for you to make the the best decision because you've already practiced it. You know, you've already mentally repped it, you know, and so I think when, when we have, time to have and we have to make time to have noise cancellation in our life you know reflection time you know the big headphones It's a different sound with the big headphones and like the pods right it's a it's a it's a clarity you get with the noise cancellation headphones right and so in our life we have to have that noise cancellation time we have to make that time to you know have the conversation with yourself somebody i know that has a book about some of that too uh, <laughs> oh, wait, that's you.
1: <laughs> you He's know, plug, man. Hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I got you. I got, you. I got you. I got you. Hey, we
0: on deck right here, man. We, we <laughs> yeah, put it yeah. there. <laughs> there it is. Put it out there,
1: baby. Yeah, talk but, to yourself, man.
0: But, uh, you know, really, I think, you know, but when you're able to have that time and it allows you to create those healthy boundaries, yes, but then now, you have the courage to say no to some things, right? It gives you that courage because you know who you are. You learn who you are. And I think you know, you being able to say no to some things will allow you uh the the privilege of being able to say yes to whatever you want.
1: Come on, man. Come on.
0: You know, <laughs> and so you know it's a it's a give it's a balance, it's a give and take. And so just know that it's okay to have the courage to say, no, nah, I'm good. I'm all right. You know, because when you do that, it'll allow you that other time to devote that to the things that you're really working towards. So
1: that's that's just, you know, if you're going to be successful, you have to practice delayed gratification. Yes. You have to be an individual that practice delayed gratification. Yeah, And and what you'll discover is that on, on your journey towards success, which I, I know you already know this, is that, you'll stop hanging around individuals that uh, only satisfy or you operate with based on your pleasures and you start operating with people that's based and rooted in your principles, right? Because it's like, okay, like, yeah, we can have fun together. We can go to the club together. Yeah, we can kick it together. That's pleasure, right? But do we have the same principles? Like, do we have the same values, the same core? And that's all I'm concerned about. Like I want, people, I want people that got the same principles and the same value because when things get difficult, when things get tough, I need people that have principles. I need people that have values, that have integrity, that have character uh, that can really assist me and help me get to the place in which I'm, I'm really trying to go. Uh, I remember being in school, man, you know, uh, I would have uh, this difficult time with math. And so my, my, one of my mentors, they were like, man, you need to start hanging around some different people. And I am like, okay. He said, man, find the smartest person in the classroom. Yep.
0: Go sit by them, dog. make that person
1: your best friend. <laughs> yeah. Period. You make yeah. that person your best friend. So, uh, you know, coming where I'm coming from, man, I didn't grow up hanging around different people, uh, different ethnicities. Like, it was, you know, mm-hmm. we had, the, you know, black folks, and that's it. You know what I mean? So, mm-hmm. I, here I am at U of H, University of Houston, and I recognized off top there was this girl that was sitting right across from me just answering every question. Asian, Asian girl. Answering every question, I'm like, "This is the first day of class." She just, <laughs> she, she helped it. Me. Like, I know she's smart, <laughs> and so I started. I got a number right after class. Yeah. I'm like, "Hey, can we? When do you study so I can be there when you study when you're in the library?" And she said, "No problem. Yeah, just come meet me in the library, and I'll be here on this you know this day." And from there, it was another guy. You know, spending gentleman. He he yeah. was real cool too, and we became uh, just like the best of friends in this class. Yeah. And what I learned from that was that they were, math came easy for them. Like the Asian, Asian girl, like the test, she making an easy 95. The Hispanic guy, he's making an easy 105. He get extra credit and everything, right? And, but because I was in that environment, I would pick up like the scraps. I would get like a 90, <laughs> 91, yeah. 88, right? And, and, but I was good with that because I knew I struggled in math But if I could just connect myself with the right environment, I could pick up from them. And so, uh, man, that was so beneficial because if I would have just not been in the right space, if I would have been, you know, closed off or or not open or willing, you know, to allow myself to new opportunities and new friendship and new relationships, then I would have I would have struggled through that class, man. I mean, so I mean, it was easy for them, (laughs) But oh, yeah. because I was in the right environment, I was in the right place, I was able to benefit from that, uh, from that relationship. And that's what you gotta start asking yourself. Can these people, like, simply asking yourself, what is this relationship doing for me? Like, what is this relationship doing to me, right? You know, as a result of it, and and just start asking, am I, am I thriving? Or am I just surviving out here, man? You know, simply yeah. because of the relationships I'm building and uh, I think when you build the right relationships and, and you connect with the right people, you'll begin to automatically flourish. You know, uh, I was I was at a high school one time. and I was talking to the kids and I asked them a question. I said, Chip, I said, what does it take for a fish to get well if the fish is sick? If the fish is sick, what does it take for the fish to get well? And, and all the kids started answering They're like, oh, you need a you need a. Uh do this. You need to, you know, give it a shot, you know, saying all kind of crazy stuff. Give it a <laughs> shot. Give it some robot test or something like something crazy. Right.
0: Put some water <laughs> in the I bottle, said, shake it up. <laughs> I, said,
1: I said, no man, you don't need it. You don't need to do any stuff. You don't need to do any of uh, that. Like all you need to do is take the fish and put it in the right environment. Like change the water. If you want yeah. the fish to do well, if you want the fish to be healthy, just change the water. And I was trying to express to them is that like you got to change your environment, you got to change the friends you're kicking it with, the people you're hanging around. Change your environment up, you know, and you'll automatically begin to do well again, you know. So, <laughs> and I was like, man, you don't have to get you, you, don't have to do anything drastic, man. Don't get a fish shot Man, and I rom- love, temper, man.
0: Yeah, I love, I love that analogy. That's that's great stuff, and and it's <laughs> practical, especially like you say for kids, like like oh yeah. You're right. And that's how we have to do, like you say, in our life, too. I think, you know, if we are are, are able to make sure we change our environment. I love how you talked about the math class because I struggle with math, too. Uh, And it was the same same thing. And uh, it made me think about the environment that I was raised in and the Mm. environment that I was raised. in. it was all different types of people. You Mm. know, so and I'm I'm blessed and fortunate that um, it was a it was a really great environment. You know, and I was, I was raised to love, I don't care who you are, you know, just be good people, period, you know, and so that that has really helped me like when I went to college as well, you know, it's been some people that, that that don't look anything like me, you know, probably don't even like the same things I like, but have been really beneficial for me in my life, you know, and so, you know, just like you said, you know, what if I had been closed off, you know, what if I had been you know, not open-minded and willing, uh, well, then I'd have missed out on the blessings.
1: You'd have missed out on some blessings, man.
0: You know, and so we have to make sure that, you know, we have to be ready when we're in those environments, not just be in the right environments, but we have to be open and willing and ready uh, when we're in those environments to learn and grow and uh, continue to strive to be the best versions
1: of ourselves. That's good, man. Yeah, 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 that's good. You gotta be open, you gotta be willing.
0: Yeah, and, and that don't stop. You know, what I mean, like, I mean, if you want to be great,
1: No, nah, yeah, saying? sure. You know, if for you're for just sure.
0: shooting for average, well, you just you can learn some things that didn't close off. You know, but, but no, we not we
1: not pushing for average, man. We yeah, not, that's, that's it's not, not, not the average chronicles, man. It's
0: not the average. Let's <laughs> go. <No. laughs> I love it, man. I it's love not the it.
1: average chronicles, man. <laughs>
0: that's good. Well, man, I, I appreciate you taking the time to do the topic session with me, um, you know, sure. off, off air. You know, I'll tell this little funny about myself. I know off air I said, you know, the the, the people, they better turn the, turn the air up because it's about to get hot. <laughs> <laughs> and, it, and it did get hot. Uh, but, man, I, I appreciate you uh, taking the time to do the topic session with me and appreciate all you do. And, again, man, let's uh let's promote the book. You know, you got the book there, if you don't mind. Before we get off, tell them a little bit about the book and tell them where they can go pick it up.
1: Oh, definitely, man. So here's the book. The book is called Talk to Yourself. And so um, it's dealing with limiting beliefs, you know, those limiting beliefs that we have by ourselves, no matter what we, what we receive, those limiting beliefs. But it really attacks those those limiting beliefs that we have. Uh, so in the book, I'm talking to the reader, talking to the audience, but also there's an opportunity where uh, the reader is talking to themselves. And so it's in first person. And so what that for me, my, my, my aim was is to for the first portion to be really, a uh, portion where uh, you're reflecting. The reader is reflecting on their own lives. They're being honest, they're being uh, real and saying, this is where I am, you know, this is the first portion. But the second portion of it is an affirmation. Mm. It's, 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 it's what are you affirming? After you reflect, what are you affirming? And, and the, the, because I've noticed that a lot of times what we do is that we affirm our limiting beliefs. We affirm what we can't do. We affirm what's not possible. And so in this book, we're we're getting a new language, man, new talk, like affirm what you want, affirm what you can do, affirm how you're going to turn your life around. And so, uh, man, so by the grace of God, I was able to write this book, man, Talk to Yourself. Uh, I know that it was very therapeutic in me writing it. It was helpful for me. And so I'm hoping that it'll be a blessing to someone else as they pick it up and read it. It's called Talk to Yourself. You can purchase it on Amazon. Uh, Just type in Robert Harper II. Talk to yourself, it'll come right up. Or you can go to my website, you can get it from there too. Uh RobertHarper2.com. And so uh yeah, man, it's, it's been out since January and it's been doing it's been doing fairly well, man. So I'm, I'm grateful to God for it, man. So that's awesome. Well,
0: well, again, guys, go check him out, go show him some love, pick up that book, it's good stuff. But uh again, I want to say thank you for your time. I appreciate you.
1: Appreciate you, man.
0: All right. Well, thank you guys for checking out this topic session. We'll see you next time. God bless.
1: Go get it.